0: Welcome to Live Your Lux Life. I'm your host, Malia, and I am happy to have you here with me on my weekly show, sharing inspirational stories, motivating each other, and sharing great products and tools to help you live your best life. Tune in weekly and visit liveyourluxlife.com to follow us on social media and catch more news, stories, and reviews. If you would like to support the show, please consider becoming a premium member at premium.liveyourluxlife.com, premium members always receive ad-free episodes, discounted merch, and participate in our Ask Me Anything community. This all helps to support the show and bringing you weekly content.
1: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
0: Welcome to Live Your Lux Life. I want to welcome you to another week's episode. We have a really great show today and I have a dear friend of mine. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. And this week I'm, it's been a good week, but I feel like the year is just literally passing me by. I don't know if you all feel the same way. It's the beginning of 2022. We're only in February, but it feels like I just have a couple months left, you know, to achieve all my goals. (laughs) And then December will end up looking back and thinking, where did the year go again? Now that it just kind of brings me to, it made me think about a movie actually that I, had loved since I was younger, the first time I ever seen it, it's called a Bronx tale. I don't know if you've ever seen it, heard of it, but if you haven't, I highly, highly recommend go check it out. Robert De Niro is the star, but it's based on the life of Chaz Palminteri. And the quote in that really stuck out to me, that really made me think about how I feel like the year is already passing me by is a quote that Robert De Niro says to his son in the movie, Collagera. The saddest thing in life is wasted talent. Do you feel that way sometimes about yourself that you have all these talents and you haven't fulfilled them or you haven't reached your potential? I literally feel like that year after year. (laughs) Although it seems like I'm always trying to do something that's going to allow me to reach my goals. I'm, you know, very self-motivated, very ambitious. And I know there's so many of you out there that are the same way. That's probably why you're listening to my podcast. You have probably a dozen things going on in the fire per se. And, and you're always looking to better yourself. Like that's what we want to do in life, right? Is better ourselves. We don't want to find ourselves looking back, thinking, you know, at 80 years old, pray to God, we make it that far. You know, what did I do with my life? Did I succeed with everything I wanted to? Did I try things? Did I do some things that I've always wanted to do, whether it be learn how to play golf or travel or jump out of an airplane or whatever the case is. And another, the second part of when Robert De Niro is telling this to his son in the movie, he says, you can have all the talent in the world, if, but if you don't do the right thing nothing happens but when you do the right thing good things happen and most of us have a good heart we have good intention we never lead our life with, with ill intention and but it's very true if you use your talent if you have if you're so talented but you don't live your life right if you're not doing the right things you're not on track you know for whatever reason it doesn't matter You're you're never going to succeed in life. You're never going to succeed in your goals. And you may, you may still succeed. There's a lot of people that don't do the right thing that still succeed. And, and then you look at them and say, well, how did they make it when I'm literally doing everything right? And I'm still not there. Sometimes it's who, you know, sometimes it's just a miracle, whatever the case is. And I do want to just put that out there as, you know, a quote that I love for one. I love the movie but it really is it really is a quote to live by and you know chaz's father actually gave him a note card with that quote on it and he carried it around with him i when i think about that i'm thinking look how life works look how life can bring you to your dreams the saddest thing in life is wasted talent so if there's something you want to do do it like don't hold yourself back don't be that fearful and scared that you don't even allow yourself to try So now I'd like to move on to our special guest today, who is a very close friend of mine. And I do want her to know that I really appreciate her being here, being open and vulnerable, and also of course, helping others. And I want everyone to know that this is a serious topic today. I want everyone to have an open heart and learning and being supportive of those around you who may be dealing with mental illness. Now, depression and bipolar disorder may seem very similar, but they are different. Depression is feeling low, having deep sadness that just never goes away. It's not just about having a bad day or going through just one rough patch in your life and bipolar does have depressive lows but it also you may also experience manic highs mood swings suicidal episodes that does happen through through depression you may also engage in risky behavior like gambling or taking risky investments you may feel have the feeling of grandiosity or of high importance feeling like you can do anything now i'm not an expert but um, if I get anything wrong, please let me know. Uh, now I'd like to welcome my good friend, Leticia. How are you, Leticia? I'm
1: good. Good afternoon <laughs> to everybody.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you being here. And, and like I said, being open and vulnerable and telling your story, you know, and obviously the purpose of this is to help people that are going through the same thing. Also for those around them that may be trying to deal with or figure out the best way to to help those around them that they love. Now did I was I wrong with some of the points that I just mentioned.
1: No, I think you're really on point. Absolutely.
0: On you point think there. so? Okay. Yeah, Cause
1: I mean. I'm I think mental illness for those who are living with mental illness, they everyone's different, you know exactly what they exhibit and what they go through. Of course there's a lot of similarities. That's why we're all categorized. But yeah, yeah, you're on point. Okay. All right. You're, um, you're talking about, thank you for having me once again. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Actually, this is my first time speaking about it really publicly ever. I really? do don't speak about my mental illness. Yeah. I just don't do that.
0: You don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate it. I know it's not an easy thing to talk about. It's not an easy thing to be open with, with, you know, the world. But like I said, I know that you're doing it because the purpose is to help others. Absolutely. So I, I, I guess I want to start with, you know, when you were younger, how did you deal with the feelings that like, did you, how, did you know in the beginning, I would say that this is what it was, or, you know, I, I guess at a certain age, you're, you're not going to know, you're not going to know the diagnosed yeah. terms. I,
1: yeah, when I was younger, I did not know what was going on. I just knew, know that looking back, I had a disproportionate amount of anger or um mood swings right I do remember you know getting into trouble or having an outburst and I remember my mom would take me to the side and just sit me down like you know we talked about this you were doing so well and you know now what's going on why are you not listening why are you becoming impatient why can't I focus and being small, I remember like, but I promise mom, I try so hard. I try so hard. And I would, I'd get sad as a kid. I was like, I really do try. And I would have well, my uncles and aunts and older siblings tell me, What's going on with you? I'm like, Yeah, I'm trying. I really am trying. And then um, you'd have those outbursts. And then it, it'd be like silence for six months. I'd be doing good and things would be okay. And it's seen. I always had some um, roller coasters, I guess, looking back now. While I was going through that, I thought, this is just me. This is who I am. I don't know what everybody's <laughs> complaining about. But yeah, it was a difficult childhood, I think, mostly for my parents, because they didn't know how to interact with me. There are also um, you know, very traditional Mexican parents, American, Mexican-American uh, parents. Yeah, but it was very difficult for them. And, and our generation generational gap is huge. My my parents are had me when my mom was early forty, and my dad approaching fifty, I believe, or fifty when he had me. And yeah, they didn't know how to deal with me. They didn't know what was going on. They just thought it was a behavioral issue, you yeah, know, or that I just had a bad temper. Right, um, a lot going on there. That's that so.
0: how How did you how did you deal with it at the time? So like you said, you would just promise people, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore.
1: Uh, I would. And honestly, I didn't know how to deal with it. It was a very lonely childhood. Yeah. I came from a small town, you know, mm-hmm. everybody, if you misbehaved, it seemed like everybody knew that you were misbehaving and parents would always find out about your misbehavior. And when I talk about misbehaving, I'm just... I'm talking about outbursts in class. If um, a teacher would be like, you know, I want to show you this or I want you to, um, God, there's just so much there to unpack that I haven't even really thought about in years. Overall, I was a good student, but I would have tendencies to act out. I was very shy, so I think that also kept me from getting into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Up. But when my outbursts were there, they were pretty significant. They were not, it just wasn't normal right and, after, and and after a while and after a while or growing up and getting into my high school years you know um, dealing with my sexuality I thought that might have been or was a reason that I was having difficulty because I was becoming more aware of my sexuality because I am a lesbian right and I found it difficult to be myself also in a small town mm-hmm. um So I thought that's what I was dealing with. Honestly, I didn't get diagnosed until I was 23. Right. No, maybe 26, actually. Right. 23 was because I had gone to, well, I was in SDSU. I did move um, to San Diego when I was 19 years of age. Mm -hmm. And um, I did get into SDSU. And I remember my final year, final year and a half, um, I had to do this timed writing test for English to get out of my English course. Yeah. I remember telling my professor, oh yeah, I don't do that. I, There is, um, when I write, I need a longer period of time. I get up, I walk around, I come back, I create very differently. She's the one actually that pointed at me like, oh, I think you have a learning disability. Went to mm. Disabled Student Services. They classified me as having a ADHD plus a little bit of dyslexia. Which, of course, was a load off my back because I was always finding it very difficult. Like I had ebbs and flows definitely in school. Yeah. I thought that that was the only issue I had. But once I had gotten out of school, my energy seemed to ha- just really increase. And I went through all of these again, like a roller coaster ride of having energy, not having energy, and coming really in and out of hypomania almost to a point of exhaustion. i like, no, there's something else wrong with me. Yeah. Um, and then getting to a point that, you know, I did seek help. That was, that was a long journey. It was a long journey. Yeah. But I'm here. I'm 43, A happy 43. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but it has been a very challenging uh, time. So,
0: so, so once you were diagnosed um, with bipolar disorder, did, did they, come to the conclusion that you did not have adhd and yeah, dyslexia was,
1: no so i i am eight i do have um adhd a tad of that now not well back then yeah no they said i still have that and dyslexia absolutely there was some learning deficiencies that were going on now i feel that when you are because i'm bipolar 2 which mm-hmm. it's ups and downs um i do a lot of hypomania there's a lot of hypomania moments in my life, that's for sure. But they diagnosed me because I ultimately, I tried taking my life. And that's when I was finally correctly diagnosed.
0: Yeah. I remember when you told me that that story. And we've had the conversation, you know, many times about that. And I think that it's more common than not that people, they don't know what's wrong with them. They think it's, they think it's, you know, the end of the world. They, no one understands them. And the, sometimes they feel the only way out is, you know, to hurt you know, yourself.
1: You know, it's funny because it's not necessarily like that feeling, at least not. Yeah. for me. Yeah. What it was is I had prior to my, my suicide attempt, I had had like six months of like the best mania that one can have. I can't explain it. I mean, if you the closest thing I can explain it to for someone who doesn't deal with mental illness or being Mm -hmm. bipolar closest that I would have as an example would be a runner's high.
0: Mm, Um, Yeah, just the adrenaline. adrenaline,
1: but it's, it's a runner's high. It's euphoric. It's 10 times a runner's high. And I mean, I had some energy. There was a while there that I had energy where I would go to work. I'd go run for two hours I'd then still take a night class. I'd go out at night. I'd be home by one, up by four. And I just had very high energy for a long period of time. I really thought I could get a lot done. I mean, I remember... At one point, even saying I can draw, I know I can draw. I can totally do this, and I was so in it. Like, and I gotta tell you, I have some of those drawings. Yeah. From back then, here from today, that I don't draw, <laughs> but <laughs> they were pretty good. I was actually pretty impressed. Yeah. Because I was living in that whole like, just euphoria.
0: Yeah. However,
1: when I came off of that, just as great as it was, it was even more. The low was even of course even though it it was even worse than it was even worse it was like 20 times more I was like what is going on and the suicide attempt wasn't because I because I felt so much pain it wasn't it it was it was pain I the best way I can describe it is there's um a movie I believe it's Shutter Island so Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio and I, I loved this scene where he's explaining to the doctors around him because he's finally coming into like realization that he killed his fat or he killed his wife mm-hmm. he gives an explanation that he would his wife would tell him I feel like there's worms eating at my brain mm-hmm. literally it feels like you're dying while you're alive and oh it, my it gosh. is a very ugly and painful feeling right so I get a little emotional because I, I remember, I remember that I can actually physically feel that um, pain when I wanted, when I finally decided I wanted to take my life. And um, yeah, no, it was, it was a, it was a trying time. So when people uh, say, Oh, it's for so many reasons, you know, people attempt suicide Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is of course personal, but at least for me, it was, uh, it was very debilitating i yeah. felt guilty because um
0: yeah because you don't want to hurt the ones around you obviously well
1: i mean i wasn't thinking about the ones around me honestly the only reason i <laughs> am still here today is because i saw the impact that it had on my mom and my, uh, my younger sister and i was like oh that did not look good yeah so um but after my like i said after i my suicide attempt that's when i there finally gave me a better diagnosis more concrete because they were still trying to figure it out, figure it out themselves, just because there is still consistent. Like I still have consistencies. I never quit my jobs. Um, you know, so I you did, were fully I,
0: functional, at, fully I'm functional pretty, in life.
1: Pretty, pretty, pretty functional. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have, I didn't have um, high sexual risk behaviors. I didn't have that. Right. But what I did have was just and uh like so much energy that I always wanted to be working out. I just lived for that. Yeah. It's the point of like obsession. Like I'd, you know, wake up at like six o'clock in the morning. Who cares if I was out the night before like, <laughs> I'm getting into the gym and I'm gonna run that mile and I'm gonna yeah. you know like that's where my it was just focused on just being healthy and getting healthy and being able to run because I love that high and of course I'm euphoric and then now I'm chasing a runner's high. It was on another another uh, it felt on another level for sure another yeah another level for reals but um like I said for people had you know to try to take their life it's I just have so much like understanding I mean I hear of cases daily or people who've lost their children young 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 um people it's um I always have this. how is uh I hear it and it's just always like God, yeah, I get it. And I feel it. I feel your pain. Yeah. You know, was, was it Miss America that just recently um Yeah. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And just- you, you know, the
0: people around her were saying, Oh, she was always so happy. But she also struggled, you know, with mental illness, from my understanding. I mean, I could be wrong, but from the reports that I read, <laughs> really? she had seeked out help with, you know, counselors or a therapist. And you just never know. You have no idea what the person next to you is going through. They may seem happy because when you're around other people, you put on, you know, you put on your your happy face, you put it yeah, on the front. They know they yeah, know. you're not gonna show up to the party and say, hey guys, let me tell you, I'm going through some heavy stuff. Yeah, That's, That's just cool. not gonna happen. You know, maybe on a one-on-one with your close friends or, or relatives. Maybe, maybe. But yeah. when everyone's having a good time, you don't want to show up and say, Oh, I need help. That's just most times it's not gonna happen.
1: I wish it well, would. You know, a lot of it is stigma, you know, uh just to kind of be back on on suicide. I don't mean to like bring it up again, but no, well it's important. It's a big going, part of, of I will be going to a funeral here in the next few days of a young girl who decided to take her life and mm-hmm. um and, I'm so sorry and, to hear that. Yeah, so I'll be doing that on, on Friday. And when my friend, a very good close friend of mine, gave me a call, let me know. She, you know, told me what had happened. She wanted to be discreet about it, but and I was like, she really didn't want to tell me the reason for her call. She just wanted to let me know that her niece had passed. And I had told her, oh, I'm so sorry. Of course, because I'm like, oh my God, what had happened? Was she in a car accident and so forth? And I didn't want to pry, but I did ask. And she's like, well, I'd rather not talk about about it I said oh I'm so sorry Mm, I understand what I understand and she got quiet and I said you know I go um I mean close friend let me tell you we're talking about close friend I'm seven when I meet this my friend she didn't even know that I was bipolar I just told her I'm like hey you know I understand uh what your family is going through and I we just kind of went through just a little bit of like my background and just you know, trying to tell her that, like, that I could, uh, I sympathize with her and she was dealing with mental illness herself, but she was of course very young. I mean, she's yeah. she only like 19 and, uh, and she was actually quite surprised. She's like, Oh, she was taken back. She had no idea that I had gone through all of these things, but and I just this is,
0: it. this is the point that I want to make. I wish we all could be more vulnerable and open and sharing things that we're going through. Yeah. Maybe it's not a bipolar disorder. Maybe it's not full on depression, but other things can lead to people wanting to take their lives too. you know, things that you go through in life. It doesn't have to be because of mental illness. You could have just had one wrong decision and you feel like there's just no way out. I remember a friend from high school, you know, took his life and he just felt like he didn't have, he made a mistake and he just felt like he had, no way out and I just wish we would all talk to each other and and that's what this is about talk to each other and I know it's easier said than done you know you're feeling guilty like you said the stigma you don't want to yeah. share bad I mean, cool. things that's going on with you you're embarrassed a lot of it is just you know
1: it could just be an embarrassment embarrassment I mean you know I mean culturally it's different for different cultures yeah, definitely
0: um, you know yeah.
1: like uh you know, this whole, like for me, for instance, just to kind of be on online, why I was embarrassed is because, you know, my family seemed like they were embarrassed or, or s- would tell me like, well, maybe you just need vitamins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, vitamins. Vitamins. And then, but honestly, you, you, you took that and like, yeah, maybe they're right.
0: Let me just, you yeah, know, maybe I, mean, I just I need to take maybe, a, because I'm like, well, maybe I do. yeah, you're maybe thinking, do. well, they must know something. I don't know. Maybe I do just need to take some multivitamins and that'll just get me out of this funk, yeah. you know? And, and
1: that's kind of like how it, it, yeah, it feels like that. Or like, what else was I told? You need to pray. I'm like, <laughs> by that time I, it, that actually got me. I was actually incensed when I was told that I was like, yeah, no, really? I like mean, they
0: just don't get they, it. They,
1: that, that right there. Yeah, told me, okay, you guys really just don't understand. If you think that I haven't gotten on my knees and prayed for help, then you are wrong. Um, But of course, I've never told them that. I never told them that that's what I've already done. Yeah. Um, Because I didn't want to feel pain and I don't want, I didn't want to feel sadness and I didn't want to feel empty. I wanted to feel whole. But if, they're not understanding. I mean, you can't. I can't tell them. I can't show them what I'm going through. I can't. They, mind you, by at this point, I'm living alone. Like they're around me, and they can see me 24 seven, or help me get out of how I'm feeling. I literally had to do the work on my own, and the work is still being done till this day. Yeah, it's
0: here. never. It's never going to end. It's not
1: because there are ups and downs, and there are times where I, I can't sleep. So the next day I can't even, I can't even function because I feel right. Exhausted. Yeah, yeah, exhausted. Yeah. exhausted. It's min- I mean. yeah, it's, yeah, it's you right. feel drained, You're yeah. exhausted. So, I mean, it is, it's, so it can be, I know that family and friends and everybody wants to help and that's, sometimes they want to help. Sometimes people just want to say what they want to say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Some people are just going to have their opinion and that's just, yeah. that's just the, what, what it's going to be open as you you are people they're just not gonna get it but we're not we're not speaking to those people so exactly. and, and maybe we are and maybe they'll have an open heart but but
1: maybe and maybe not I mean you know what reality is is we just all have to be respectful and gracious absolutely people grace because everybody's going through something that we haven't gone through yet. It always takes that experience to change a person's perspective being respectful is just ultimately the best thing that we can actually do for one another. Cause that really does open dialogue and a way for people to communicate. That's, yeah. That's important, but it was, it was a hard time and it is a hard time. It was a hard time because I had no idea what was, go- what was going on with me. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand what bipolar was, although I studied it in school. I'm now living what I'm studying. I had studied in school and I'm having to really map out my life and and that I had a lot I mean when I got the diagnosis I really did feel guilty because, because I'm like what you know um, yeah. I couldn't believe that's what I was going through
0: yeah like
1: it's no um, this
0: isn't me no, this isn't I, I
1: mean, I, yeah because I mean you know you well, at least for me I felt like I knew who I was and now you're adding another element and I'm also at this point, extremely sad, you know, I'm grasping to kind of just go through the motions with everybody like, yes, I can do this. I, I'm i okay. I'm okay. But no, I wasn't okay. I mean, as much as I told myself I was okay, as I like, I was trying to hide, like, no, I'm fine. Even though I had a slice <laughs> wrist, a forearm, I should say, no, I'm, yeah. okay. I'm okay. No, I'm not okay. Yeah, and
0: that's the denial right
1: well yeah I guess maybe you know I'm going through the stages of grief because I'm losing myself you know yeah yeah like I'm literally losing myself to to something that's I feel that is bigger than me so I am maybe going through the stages of grief with myself and um I don't yeah I, I remember telling the therapist because they're like it was actually group therapy It was oh like let me tell you right now yeah it, people have an issue with depression or whatever you're going through grief, trauma, loss, group therapy. Let me tell you, you can uh, you get a good group therapy going on. You there's some serious work that can be done, but I remember we were discussing of how how it feels to try to be calm or try to manage when we're going through our cycling or depression or well whatever it is at that moment be that we're having feeling very challenged to live life. Yeah. And I had a, a woman just say, kind of to us, um, she said, well, you know, I'm like, fuck it. This is who I am. I'm just gonna be who I, I, I am. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. I, and um, the therapist wanted her to explain more. She couldn't explain more, but it kind of chimed in and I just said, well, you know, we're dealing with our insanity, like literally, you know, that's what people say. It's like, so, you're living like sometimes in this in, insanity. And when you're trying to make yourself more sane during a time of insanity, that's just insane. Yeah. Like that <laughs> is level of crazy. You don't want to be in. Yeah. So yeah. you have an instability and you're like literally trying to be stable, but there's no stability there because you have to literally go through this motion.
0: You're fighting Understand? to be normal. Like yeah.
1: Angry. And this is normal. Forget it. I rather just live in my crazy because if I live in my crazy- Mm-hmm. then that's normal to me.
0: Yeah. You know and how to I deal with that.
1: Out of that, you know, which I know it sounds like what, but for real, like sometimes just going with my, my up, I feel like once I go in my up or my down or whatever I'm in, then I can just get back to normal quicker. I don't yeah. know if it makes any sense. It I, because does. I it does make faster. sense. It does make faster. sense. So now than I did before. Um, now I can tell when I'm going to have an episode or my partner will tell me, Hey, did you take your medicine today? Yeah. Or, oh, you know what? Maybe the, today's not a good day for, um, for us to see a sad movie or a scary movie or this and that, like, yeah. like, there's really those warning signs. Like I really have to think about that. Like, yeah. And
0: it's so important. Like you said, your partner even knows when you can't watch a sad movie. Yeah. So like, how, how can someone's partner or spouse, really help them, you know, in keeping you balanced, uh, not just on a bad, not just on a bad day, but on good days too. Well, let me tell you, I mean, we're speaking your experience. It's going to be different for too. everyone, I'm but great.
1: exactly. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about my partner. She's wonderful. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, she is. She really is. She's a very luckily caring and understanding individual yeah. because I tell you that I feel that I have literally taken her for a, a ride that she was not expecting <laughs> surprise <laughs> <I'll be here. laughs> I know I'm telling you uh, I we laugh but it's because it's true sometimes we yeah. and talk and she's like oh my gosh she goes well you have just you really wear on me but she says she loves me, so that's what she's me. but I feel so bad because I do feel like I take away a. All- a lot of things that we can be doing or a lot of adventures we can not we should be sharing because I can't because we have to be cautious
0: you know yeah. mm-hmm.
1: there have been times where we'll you know or the beginning would be like oh let's go do this and it just would turn into complete chaos yeah um because I guess my anxiety would tick up and that would then lead to <laughs> Epic fights, Epic. <laughs> <laughs> like trust me, you-
0: Oscar type of, <laughs> and trust me, you
1: can go further and higher than she ever will, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, and so she's like, "What are you?" I mean, there'll be times where she'd be like, "What are you talking about?" And I don't know <laughs> that <laughs> moment, and it's like, you know, it hits me like, really, what am I talking about? yeah what is going on and then being able to and she's like and then for you to to bring it all the way down be like you're right and then just be like everything's okay she's like
0: no no everything's
1: not okay do you understand what we just went through (laughs) yeah exactly she's like i cannot believe, and it would like literally she's it's exhausting she says it's exhausting so I think for her, if she catches it in time, it's a she plot. can de- she can de-escalate.
0: So she's learned to basically de-escalate the situation. He's kind of or do you crazy. not even let her de-escalate it?
1: No, she's still a girl. She's very emotional in her ways too. But no, I mean she does she can't pick up. I mean, no, de-escalate it. She's like prevents it.
0: Because oh. she's like,
1: you know, she's a, it's preventable. If I for instance, about a week ago, I could not sleep. I was up and down, up and down, up and down. She's like, next day, you know, when I'm over there having like jitters and I Your want moment. coffee, and she's like, oh, maybe that's not a good idea. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you need to go for a walk. You didn't sleep last night. You need some, you need to try to like exert exert some of that energy that you have.
0: Yeah. So you
1: can at least try to get some rest tonight. Because if it's another day of not sleep, um, it's another day that it's, it could go haywire the day, you know?
0: You know, I love that point. The fact that not only is she just aware of, you know, the long night that you had, but she's making you aware that, guess you what? Did. Waking up and having coffee on top of everything that you went through last night, that's not going to help the situation.
1: She's very good about that stuff. And, you know, and and, and I, that I, takes a lot of patience, oh, like girl. not, not everyone oh, can
0: be a partner to someone.
1: Yeah, you're hundred percent correct not everyone can do this this is not for the faint of heart for sure it's not about love you know for <laughs> sure I I think for her it's like she's really devoted into making a life with me
0: yeah and, and like you said she's yeah. nurturing you have to be <laughs> with someone that's nurturing
1: yeah yeah absolutely um I will say that I have had some people because I do know quite a few people in my groups and stuff, I, I see how hard it is for their partners, you know, yeah, you have to have a very understanding partner. I mean, our partners were always welcome to come into our groups, to be there as a support system, also to understand what was going on, yeah. even me and family members. So they understood what was going on. You Absolutely. Know, that person, it's always good to hear from other people not just, um, you to your partner, but other yeah. people and people's partners share what they're going through. And, yeah. you know,
0: and also, so they know, Hey, I'm not alone. And yeah. to hear other people's experience may give you a little heads up of, you know, something that, that could arise down the road
1: as well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Cause you know, we're all trying to gather information and how, learn how to live. I think the best um, way for me to explain it is that, I mean, what resources did I have? There's no map for this. You got GPS telling you to go here and there. You got instructions how to make a, a, you know, good steak. You have instructions for everything, but nobody can tell you how to map out how to get better or how to stay on track. Yeah.
0: And even dealing with experts, they have to tailor that to each person. not everyone is going to be handled the same you can't give the same checklist to every patient and say this is going to work for you
1: yeah that's why for for me it was i mean for everybody it's it is like a choice you have to actually want to do
0: that's a great point
1: you have to want to and
0: sometimes you have have to to want to to.
1: you have to get back to the basics i mean i just because not
0: everyone wants therapy right every no one wants to feel like oh Because then, like you said, then that's the stigma. Oh, I'm going to therapy.
1: Like (laughs) Some people are like, oh. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know.
0: I think it's good to go to therapy when you're healthy. Oh, yeah.
1: I think so, too. Honestly, now that I've been through a lot of therapy, I'm like, you know, (laughs) these are going well so you could know, you know. Well, yeah. Um, I had a really good therapist, though. She was wonderful, very understanding. I mean, there's so much I can tell you about my experience I know we don't have a lot of time, but of course we can always do this more. Yeah. Uh,
0: I would love to have a follow-up, you know, down, you know, in the future, especially if we start getting more questions or feedback from people, I would love to come back and address those.
1: Yeah. So it was, it is, it's, it's been challenging, girl. It's been challenging, but like a good friend told me last night, it's okay. You're still making progress. Yeah,
0: And it's (laughs) never ending. (laughs) No, it's, you're not a failure. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's never ending. I mean, look, look at someone that, that doesn't have, you know, anything going on. It's a challenge just to get through the day. It's <laughs> just to, like, like for me, like just to, just to sometimes achieve my checklist on a normal day, you know, I could just imagine, I could just imagine trying to deal with everything that you're going through, plus trying to stay on top of your goals. And yeah, it's a
1: lot. Yeah, you know, there, It is a lot, it, you know, um, just to kind of give you a little bit more of an insight of like what, where I'm at and stuff. I have had a consistent job for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, good good job. I appreciate where I work. Uh, luckily, I have great benefits, good insurance. Um, definitely not something I wanna do. I worry about my transition into a new career because I, I wonder, okay, well, if I transition and now because I'm learning, Something new, and I'm in a new career, and the stress level is that going to trigger something else? Is it going to trigger something? Absolutely. So I have to be very careful of how I make the transition into a new career, which I am seeking. Yeah, because I'm like, huh. I got something very stable, and I may not like it, but it does. But it's working for you. It, it's working well but that's not where I want to be. Yeah. And I have to move into, I want to move into new career. Yeah. How am I going to get that taken care of and how am I going to adjust? And I mean, it like literally, at least for me, it needs to be well planned out and well thought. Yeah. And I mean to the basics girl, I mean to be like if when I leave where is the location that I'll be driving to. Yeah. Um, I want, you know, like that's going to be important. Right. Um, eating, sleeping, all of these things have to get really tight.
0: It Everything has, to, has be to be in order.
1: Order. Yeah. yeah. Like it's got to be in order because if there's disorganization, it, 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 that can actually trigger
0: an, an episode. It an could episode. trigger an episode, and whether I don't it's up or down. Yeah. Yeah, it, it might be, be up. Really good one. It could be down. Yeah. It could, yeah. It could be to the left or to the right.
1: <laughs> yeah. We just never, you know, we just yeah. never know. Yeah. And, 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 and in that, and the reason for the preparation, you know, because I know it sounds a little odd, but the reason for the preparation is that if you're prepared, um, if something does happen that triggers change in, in um, my behavior or my state of mind, that because everything else is in order, I could then focus on com- becoming, coming back down and saying, okay, it's just that I'm having that day today. Yeah. That way the next day, I don't have to worry about putting things in order. You exactly.
0: Understand? That definitely makes sense. No, 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 yeah. That makes sense. I mean, mentally, mentally prepared. Yeah.
1: Mentally prepared. Yeah. Because I don't, it's not occupying my, my nervous tick.
0: Yeah. It's not like, I no. think the unknown, I think that, like you said, it, it triggers something. You're, you're thinking, okay, I wasn't prepared for this. Exactly. So then that brings on something else. It brings on new thoughts. You know, that Girl, brings... I got
1: to prepare to fly to vacation. <laughs> there is a long preparation for me. I
0: mean, I need like, I need to prepare for that. Even preparing yeah. for. And that takes weeks in advance, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it yeah. does like, of course, you know, we just flew to Hawaii not too long ago. Kauai, and, you know, I had to, of course, I'm a nerd I love to know where I'm going what we're gonna do and stuff yeah like that. But I'm also getting myself ready I'm like okay the day's gonna come <laughs> and you're not going to yeah uh, you're gonna get some sleep and if you get nervous it's okay and you're not gonna have a bad attitude and you know trying to like Already fight my irritability. Yeah, (laughs) because I'm gonna be irritable. Yeah, I say this and laugh, but I'm telling you, with my partner Christina, she has helped me realize. You know, the first time we were flying to Hawaii, she's like, "We're fighting because you're nervous about." We bought the tickets, girl, and we're fighting. (laughs) Okay, we're buying the tickets and we're we're fighting. Not fighting. I should say I'm arguing. Yeah, points. And she's not fighting with me. No, she's she's like, just you know, she's just like, okay, sure, mm-hmm. purchase. And then she's like, Do you understand that you're doing you're you're working yourself up because you're nervous?
0: Exactly. You're
1: nervous about so many things. And I'm like, I sit That's with that me. anxiety. Oh, God, you know? I am.
0: Yeah. Anxiety. We all deal with anxiety different times in our life. Well. Yeah. <laughs> you don't deal with it well. Yeah. That on top of everything else is yeah. a lot. A lot. It's
1: like you are already living in your head. Of all of the things that
0: even haven't happened yet haven't happened you're worried about all these things that may never happen exactly
1: she's like you're worried about flying you're worried about where we're going to stay who's going to take care of the dogs and then you're thinking
0: okay if this happens and i gotta be prepared for this and if that happens then i have to be prepared for that and it's a never-ending it can go on forever those thoughts
1: Uh, she's like yes and so when she said that to me i'm like oh man i'm ruining her vacation i need to chill out now you're worried about ruining the vacation that you haven't started <laughs> she's like you're too much i'm going to take a shower I'm like okay so sometimes she just has to i uh, like she goes sometimes she just leaves me alone i'm not lying to you she's like okay you're just having a moment yeah you know because then
0: i, I don't think know that's where, i think that's so awesome of her
1: i don't know Where i'm okay and then she's like you good <laughs> and then like, yeah because it's like like nothing I'm, we're talking about something else and we're having a good time she's like yeah see how much and she's like whoa you know sometimes like, i just need a minute yeah. she'll go into her room and you know write her music or do whatever she needs to do because she's like well you're just you're too much, her too much and I'm like okay you know and I do I do realize and I do appreciate that and I and I know for partners out there it is very difficult and there is help of course there's places you can go and seek I know NAMI has a support group of partners uh parents that have children going through mental illness or and then of course we also have that, that at NAMI that you're able to go and speak to people because it is important to be around people, community that can actually help uplift lift you and give you. Yeah, it.
0: And I'll make sure to put that link in the show notes so that people can do their own research and, and seek Absolutely. that out as well. Now, I did want to ask you, you know, what do you tell someone that who's dealing with bipolar, who refuses to get help or take medication? Like for those that feel like, you know what, I can handle this on my own. Like I don't know if you've ex- if you experienced that.
1: Well, I did because I did not want to take medicine, and I tell you right now, I did not take medicine for like forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got my diagnosis, well, what happened? See, because I mean, what you have to go through a series of like tests. I'm like, is this going to work for you? No. Yeah. Is this going to work for you? No. And by the way, as you're going through figuring out what medicine is going to work for you, you are like drugged mm. so you've gone from having your own mood and whether yeah, it's mood yeah. swings or not to having like this like where it's just zapped every personality you had like every yeah your personality It's zap your personality right out of you if you had one at that it moment completely
0: changes everything that you've everything known about yourself people. and how you handle everything right
1: well not just that it's just because you're on medicine you're like yeah. on a drug that yeah. is now changed your whole Whole life. Make your whole makeup. Makeup where you, yeah, exactly. How you get up, when you get up, you know, the way you walk, like who you're talking to. I mean, it can really zap a lot of the things that you do find pleasure in. And just maybe that's why people choose not to take it because of of the side effects. I don't know about yeah I'm pretty sure it's the site well of course look nobody wants to take medicine yeah no one wants to stay vaccine. there on, on medication the vaccine, okay so you can't get people to take, vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to take medicine every day you know <laughs> I was thinking about this I'm like you know what if they can give me a shot every six months instead of me taking medicine daily oh that'd be so great because then it's out of sight out of mind I don't have to think uh, yeah. because every time you take that pill it's, it's like oh here's the stuff that's gonna put and me- it's And not only that, it's a
0: reminder, like (laughs) as much as you're trying to go through your life and be normal, every time you take that pill, you know what it's for, right? It's like a daily reminder.
1: It's a daily reminder, (laughs) like, I know, yeah, and I'm always like fighting it. Should I, yeah, I got to take it. Of course, I got to take it. But I did not take medicine for quite some time. However, I knew, okay, so there's a lot of history here. I mean, I don't want to, there's too much to say but let me just say this, the time that for the time that I wasn't taking medicine and I really devoted myself to getting better. I mean, I devoted it. I mean, I got up like clockwork, the same hour, made my bed, brushed my teeth, walked, um, two miles come home. I mean, I had my, you had to
0: have a schedule and and making your bed was part of that schedule to keep your mind from wandering. Right.
1: Exactly. Like everything had to be on point from like yeah. how much coffee I, w- I was to have in the morning to the food that I was taking in, like everything was accounted for because of course certain foods can, you know, more sugars, starches yeah. stuff like that. However they interacted, I understood that I needed to be extremely healthy yeah, for me, whatever that means for me. So I can actually manage. But the moment that I went back to get my master's and started that process of wanting to get my master's and having to take on more, yeah. um, more activities during the day, I should say, that would take me out of the house. I knew I needed medicine. I was like, I gotta, mm. yeah. I gotta find something that I like because I need something that's going to keep me stable because I can't do it alone. And, he, and I knew that that was, that was good. I was going to need to. And I did, because I can tell you right now, I love being active and being active actually can take me into mania. I yeah. can be like, oh, this is nice. I'm you know, walking a mile like, oh, I want to go another mile and then from sooner or later you're you know, 5 2 hours later I'm still walking. I'm like, whoa, that's not good, you know. So for me, activity can actually trigger mania because I love to be active and uh, and being out of the house for longer periods of time can actually get me into mania because I could literally, I mean, I remember the feeling of, and this was a long time ago, like when I would work, like, okay, I'm at work, I'm coming home. Okay, I'm gonna go run. Oh, I like the way this feels. And then, oh, you know what? My friends are eating dinner. I'm gonna go have dinner with my friends. Oh, my friends are gonna it go. It was non is nonstop it Because it's like, it would be like, keep pushing me into new high, keep pushing me. And it's like nonstop. And I gotta be careful with that. So when I knew that I needed to take up, just so there was gonna be more challenges and more activity in my life. I was like, yes, I need to be on medicine. I need some, something that's going to be able to just kind of bring me, make me level enough. Yeah. And but that's brave.
0: Think- that's a, that's such a brave statement. You know, I, I don't think you even realize how brave it is to say, you know what, I'm going to get help. And it's not just getting help going to therapy. You know, it's, it's everything,
1: girl. It's yeah, everything. It's yeah. everything. And I, and I say everything because it is everything. I mean, it was, like I said, it's health. It's your spirituality. You know, it's at least for me, you know, for my yeah. struggles, I did, I found a good church that I liked, you know, that's like they told me that I got to pray it out of me, <laughs> you know, like, no, that's <laughs> not how it goes. Yeah. But it's good to have faith or believe yeah. in something. Yeah, it's good to have, because that's your map, Even You're building if it's... your own roadmap
0: yeah like you said to believe in something even if it's just meditating every day yes you know that's
1: that's huge huge. small is so huge absolutely so far yes absolutely like I wear this ring daily to remind me to be kind to people I actually have this ring that my sister my eldest sister gave me um a few years back and I, I actually wear it very consistently, especially yeah. when I go out. I always have it on my middle finger and it's it's a woman, woman of oh God. And then of course it gives the this I think it's Proverbs. I don't have it over there, but um and um just to remind me like be kind, be good. You're going yeah. through your own struggles, but just because you're going through your own struggles doesn't mean that the next person that you um you know come across. Is going to be friendly or kind or whatever, but always have respect. Be Absolutely. Um, Because that helps me keep my emotions in check. Yeah. It helps. Because it
0: reminds, it reminds yourself too. It's not just about you. Yeah. Sometimes we do things in life or choose not to react or say certain things to other people. And I always look at it as it's, it's because it's not about me. It's about how it's going to make someone else feel. Right. And sometimes being too truthful, um, ends up hurting the next person more than more than just keeping it to yourself. So you don't have to always be right. You don't have to prove your point and say, like you said, you wear it when you go out, you know, you don't have to prove your point and say, Oh, this waitress, you know, she just did this or she just did that. It's not, it's not even about, about you all the time. Just sometimes let it go.
1: Yeah. I mean, really, it is, it's just about. Realize, like, you know, you never know who you're going to come across. You never know what somebody's going through. You just got to be, you know, I don't know. It helps me. It helps me. Honestly, it really does. That helps me. I know it sounds funny, like a ring or whatever. No, not at all. Not at all. Something that just like, yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah, that helps. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, you know, I just feel like we're all like that you wear the ring. Like, I have a thing where I always wear my. You know, my bracelets, I have so many different types of bracelets and I just feel like it gives me good energy, you know, and we're all just energy at the end of the day. And the energy that you put out is a lot of times the energy that you can get back, but just because you may receive sometimes bad energy doesn't mean to just give that same energy back because at the end of the day, it ends up hurting you more. Right. So I just also want to just make a point. I mean, this has been a, a great topic, a great episode today. I really hope this opens up a lot of people's minds to what other people around you are going through. You have no idea. You know. I also want people to know that, you know, life is not, it's not over just because you're dealing with a, you're living,
1: basically what it is, is like the, the ter- new term is that we're living with our mental illness. You know, you're living with this and it's a part of you and that's okay. Yeah you know it's okay it's a part it's of
0: it it's okay me. it's a part of you and you're just going to have to learn to yeah cuz ju- it is to handle just your day to day like you said whether it's getting a routine down if you find that you know yeah. being productive or having a set schedule is as easy as it sounds like making your bed that like brings structure to your life find whatever whatever it is that, that's going to keep the control in your life cuz everyone's going to be different
1: yeah absolutely yeah. Absolutely.
0: So I just want to thank you again, my friend, and,
1: and we're going to do more. I feel yeah. like more to say that we didn't have.
0: I know, as soon as we finish, we're going to we're going to have a whole list of things that we we could have went over, but we'll definitely revisit this topic again. I okay. you know, I, I want to welcome you guys back to next week's episode, and if you have any questions or comments about today's topic, I just welcome you to s- send a message, through the links in the show notes or on social media. And we look forward to seeing you next week. All right. If you would like to support the show, please consider becoming a premium member at premium.liveyourluxlife.com, where you will join our community, participate in Ask Me Anything, and help the show to bring you weekly content. Well, thank you, friends. Have a good thank day. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you for joining me this week on Live Your Lux Life. Remember to visit liveyourluxlife.com to connect to my social media and remember to follow me wherever you get your podcast. I look forward to sharing with you next week and welcome you back to next week's episode. If you would like to support the show, please consider becoming a premium member at premium.liveyourluxlife.com where you will join our community, participate in Ask Me Anything, and help the show to bring you weekly content.